Hello, 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 and welcome to this second episode of the Esteem Podcast, the podcast where we gather fellow esteemers, old and young, and talk about various topics linked to the organization called European Students of Industrial Engineering and Management, abbreviated Esteem. My name is Eric Viktor Pemeyashinsky. I'm from local group Gothenburg, and it is my pleasure to be the host for today's episode. It is even more of a pleasure to introduce our guests here today, live through Zoom, all the way from Xanti, we have Lamprosh. From Belgrade, we have got Bane. And from Munich, or wherever alumni come from, we have Tibor. Bane, how about you start presenting yourself? I think that you will do a better job at that than I would. Hi, everyone. I'm Bane from local group, group Belgrade. Uh, it could be said that I'm currently an alumni member, although I have not officially graduated from college, So, but I'm no longer active in Esteem. Uh, I work as an employer brand, uh, something like marketing HR manager in IT company. And as a hobby, I can say that I only have time for training right now. Um, I was very active in Esteem from the period from 2017. and to last year, where I ended my STEAM career uh, being a member of the supervisory board in local group Belgrade. Uh, I mostly did the central events uh, that were held in Belgrade, and I do some. I did some local group things, and uh, I was in short period. I was active in PRC on central level. And that's it for beginning. <laughs> yeah, cool. Shall we go on with uh, Tibor, one, one alumni to another? Thank you, Eric. Hi, my name is Tibor, Tibor Weigel from uh, Munich, um, alumnus from Munich, and I'm active since uh, 2010 and I participated in something like 80 events. And this was at the beginning a lot of events on a local group level and later then on Central Esteem and now as an alumnus, still still traveling, never stopping. Yeah. Um, so I would like to hear some more on those 80 events because that's, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's just me, but uh, but I don't think that I am capable of going to 80 events. Well, it was since 2010, so there's 12 years time, yeah. You have to count that, of course. And if you go for some time where you have like maybe a board year, then you easily have 15 on your uh, 15 events, travel events, like not online events where you go to. So there might be some time where you don't see your home for weeks or maybe months even. <laughs> your parents forget that they have got a child. Uh, but all right, uh, we can maybe jump to Lambros. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Lambros. I am from uh, local group Xanthi and I have been active in Esteem since 2016, so that's a good six years so far. Um, currently, I am working for an American uh, startup, which is uh, in uh, renewable energy and waste management. Um, I'm also trying to finish my studies. I'm currently uh, writing my thesis. I guess my first event, which was also kind of what made me want to get more active was uh, the exchange with Olu. That was in uh, February 2017. Um, and it was a big shock for me. 
because um, I I saw Finland for the first time, basically, and it was nothing like I had imagined. And what was an even bigger shock for me was the university in Oulu, which was nothing like the one that uh, we have in Sante, but also in Greece in general. And then I came back in Greece, I got depressed. And the question that was going on in my mind was like, what am I even doing here? And I think that was a really good motivation for me to actually get involved in this team. And right after that, I mean, a few months after that, I went to summer entrepreneurship training in Portugal. And that really changed my life. And after that, I said, okay, I really have to do more for uh, Steam, which is basically because I also loved it. And I would also be doing something for myself other than Steam as well. Did you so, feel that Steam could complete your education? Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. In many ways, in many more ways than my university could. Yeah, after that, I got involved in the local board. I also joined the Business Booster team, I was in uh, the summer entrepreneurship tra uh, training organizational team in 2018, which unfortunately didn't happen for a lot of reasons. Yeah, one thing led, uh, led to another and I ended up being Business Booster leader. That was in 2020. So yeah, peak of quarantine and everything, which was bad because everything was online. So yeah. Yeah, it was especially tough for you guys that actually experienced esteem before covid i mean i joined in 2020 so uh, i mean it's uh, for me it was normal to have council meetings online but it had to be really bad for you yeah it was tough getting used to it actually it was really weird as well because uh everyone was just hoping that things would eventually get better and you would be able to host an event offline which was also what we kind of tried to do, but it didn't work out. So we had to move everything online. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, tough times. We are, well, we are getting recovering, getting back to our old selves. So thank you guys for this nice round of introduction. The aim of Esteem is to be a connector of IM students inside of an IEM Europe. This may sound like a vague slogan sometimes, but one concrete way that this is achieved is through the bonds of friendship that we make on our journeys. These friendships have lasted for years, sometimes even for decades. And the start of these friendships are made in various ways. Together with today's guests, we will explore some of the ways these friendships were made and how these friendships have evolved over time. So how about you guys start by telling us about the first esteemed friendships that you made? Um, the first people I met, uh, yeah. I must say this was actually also me hosting others. It was during the Oktoberfest activity week and I was getting asked to, to just host to these two Colombian guys. And the first question of my, in my mind was like, Colombia esteem isn't it like a European organization and why are they in Europe and the fact was that they were studying inside uh, local group Milan at the University of Milan and um, they were really really amazing guys really good spirit and uh, they kicked me into that organization I must say this was really a nice introduction to get to know the people get to know the esteem spirit so Colombian esteemers got yes. you in the team. <laughs> exactly. Wow. 
one is still living in Europe. The other one, I think, moved back to, to Colombia. And uh, yeah, but we still have some contact, uh, still see each other from time to time. Yeah, Tibor, you are so old because you're an alumni. So how, how is that contact? Do you like send, uh, do you like send letters? Or, or, or how is yes the that's exactly how we do so we um, have our, our own pigeons and we send we train them by ourselves and then um, we put apply these these paper rolls and there's a special technique how to apply this um, yeah so we pick this up of course uh, the newer technology is sometimes even uh, it's very convenient um, <laughs> and uh, yet they, they, those contacts really stay for a long time. You see each other again, maybe go to similar events, and then you are probably like the Oktoberfest is happening every year. So there was a good occasion in Munich, at least, to see people again, friends again. Did the Colombian people come back for the Oktoberfest? They did. Yes, of course they did. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, Bana, how about you? Um, my first, uh, like, uh, knowing someone from Steam was, like, uh, one day before the, my first event that I mentioned. Uh, it was with two guys from Germany, and because they came uh, the day before. And it was actually my first experience of meeting someone from foreign country. And I was really nervous before meeting but i didn't know how it will end and it will be awkward situation or something like that but is it was really really cool and in that moment i feel that esteem spirit there is not uh, like it's not important do you know english well or where you're from or something like that it's only it, it, it is good spirit around you um it will always be a great like experience yeah, I think a lot of people have that concern that they will go somewhere in Europe and they they are not maybe that fluent in English. But but I absolutely agree. Like uh, we also have a joke in in Poland that after two beers, like every language is the same. It's it's really easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, that's true. You would just walk up to somebody, tell, introduce yourself, and is it maybe name the old you're from, and maybe a fun fact about you, and then. Um, it's also good if you're active and you can talk about your position that you're doing, just some task group leader or something like that. That's an yeah. easy way. There's no also threshold. a lot of, we, we have a lot of things in common, uh, more than we realize, I think, just by being IMers or, or esteemers. So so icebreaking has been quite, quite easy for me, at least. Um, Lamprash, how about you? Um... I guess the first people that I met were my hosts in uh, Oulu. Uh, it was Samuel and Paulus. They were really cool guys. I mean, they were super silent. And I had no idea why I thought I offended them or something. But then people told me that people in Finland in general are not very, uh, let's say, open uh, to new people. But uh, once you get to know them, they're really cool. Yeah, that is, I can imagine that that is such a cultural shock to come up to the north and like you, you're super warm and you want to hug someone and they're like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I tried to hug them, both of them. Uh, I mean, I was uh, staying there with another girl, Eva, and we both tried to hug them and they didn't. Uh, we were like, oh, okay. Jumping back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that didn't go well. But it, what was really important about this is that... Uh, 
Like they actually thought we didn't have fun every day because we didn't drink enough. And one night I got completely drunk, almost passed out. And they had to basically carry me home. And my host came to me and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, he's going to be so mad right now. And he said, Lampros, I'm so proud of you. And I don't know, I, I was a bit shocked. I, I mean, I didn't understand much at the moment, but yeah, I think that was, that was when we got to get to know each other better. I mean, after that, we were talking a lot every day throughout the event. And we kind of kept in uh, contact. I mean, we don't really talk now, but yeah, I always wonder from now and then, like, what are they doing and stuff like that. Yeah. But my, my question is, uh, did you, ever, like, in the end of the event, did you hug them? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I, also, we had this, I don't know how it's called, when you have, like, two uh, large skis, and uh, there are three people on the same skis, and you have to, like, communicate somehow oh, yeah. move forward yeah we fell down and uh, my host was the first people in a uh, person in line so we all fell on him and he said he was really uncomfortable with it but yeah at the end we did hug yeah that was a really nice moment actually the poor finnish person was uncomfortable <laughs> with three greek guys lying on him <laughs> that's more like a closer contact than anyone ever in the nordics have had we, we had also like a little joke that when uh, when the pandemic came out, we had these guidelines to stay uh, at least two meters away from each other. And like in Sweden, that was a problem because uh, because we felt that that's closer than what we what we should. Normally, we're staying like 10 meters from each other. Now it's only two meters. So it's a, it's a difficulty. So we've talked about you, the first esteemers that you've met, uh, but now let's jump on to the best friendships that you remember from the network. So uh, what were your best esteemed friends? Maybe this, this was a group of people you met. Maybe it was just one single person you met at some event that you stayed in contact with. Uh, we would love to hear you sharing that experience. Uh, does any one of you guys have just a... Super clear idea of uh, of a best friend esteemer that you want to share about? Yes, I, I have. It's actually also one of my first uh, uh, friendship. Uh, it's from the same event, and uh, which is in this friendship is still active after so many years. Actually, it's with uh, Alex from the local group Brussels, and. Uh, for that event, I talked to him Serbian, Serbian swear words, uh, how to approach girls in Serbian and something like that. And actually, he wrote me a letter at the end of the event. And I still keep that uh, his letter in my room, actually, like literally next to me. So we managed to maintain contact. Uh, even now, we hear uh, each from each other even though he's in Asia studying. And even he also later came back to Belgrade uh, again for my last event in STM. So it's really good friendship. I'm like, uh, I apologize to him because I never go to Brussels, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I will do it for sure one day. Did you send him a letter? Uh, no, that I, I I wrote him letter later on second event he came because it we it didn't be tradition at that time in Belgrade. 
So now we have letters at, after every event. So I wrote him letter later. Okay, so you're so it's not like uh, you just abandoned him and didn't write no, any no, letters. No. Okay, you're, you're, he's you're, on my, he he's on in my close friends on Instagram. So that's enough saying. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's is that how you measure friendships? You get on the close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Tibor, that's kind of uh, like your your version of friendships. You also wrote letters, right? With the, sending them with those. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can really now say that you are very welcome in alumni because you now communicate in the same way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, of course, there's um, better, really best friends yeah, and then really good friends that you also see maybe every, every few months again. Uh, Really good friends in my case also came out one or two, I would say, um, that really were um, also Oktoberfest, um, also Munich on the local group level, got to know that person. And then now we are friends and he's also really an active esteemer. Somehow he managed to never have been to a council meeting while I was Ooh. now probably the 16th time. I was finally able to drag him to. He will also come to Belgrade. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so having heard for 10 years about council meetings and dodging them and then finally coming to see in Belgrade, that's... Basically, that's yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's a Nordic thing to stay out of the things very long, but um, he's from Norway and uh, yeah, but now he's really also joining the South. Which uh, yeah, is going to go for the whole ex uh, European ex experience, not just... Uh, he's uh, been traveling. But just not a council meeting. <laughs> yeah, not just just not to the biggest events. Uh, the best. The is, was best. he from? Uh, is he from uh, Trondheim or from like? Oz? Yeah, Trondheim. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <Actually>, yes. <laughs> and uh, have you guys uh, met a lot throughout the years, or um, or is it just uh, like? We can say we we talk regularly uh, to each other, probably like uh, once a week. And there, during the pandemic also, there was a lot of um, also online gaming together. And mm -hmm. there were um, trips that you do together. Like there is an Steam event, you just look to the portal together, pre-pandemic. And then you think about, hey, yeah, let's go there together. Maybe that would be a really nice trip. And also so we also planned to together. Um, did not uh, wrap that up, uh, but it's been quite some, yeah. <laughs> But are they in like the the two, three, or are they in the tens? They are um, probably somewhere about uh, seven, eight, something like that. Wow! Yes, mm -hmm. I have I have been to maybe like sixteen events, <laughs> so half of them would be just with a friend. That's that's quite cool. Yeah, it comes uh, by the time. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. That maybe maybe in ten years, uh, I will also have that uh, that broad. Uh, repertoire of uh, of events uh, but but how does it feel to have like such a close friend on esteem events do you feel that maybe you guys are hanging out too much and you don't uh, you don't talk to new people uh, was that a problem ever no absolutely not um, i don't know if people get to know me i'm not really the kind of person that is only talk talking to the same person so again and again it's more um well, you doing these events, you probably don't hang out too much together, yes, as being good friends with each other. But um, you still have contact outside of those events. Yeah, it's still, that you can talk about the happenings at these events. It's it's quite good. No? There is 
a lot of stuff to talk about <laughs> comes up during the parties mostly. But may maybe I missed this, but how did you meet this uh, Trondheim person? Trondheim person was also studying in Munich actually for a while, like in some Erasmus exchange. So he was also able to host people in Munich and that is a good point to get into the organization. Hosting, I believe, is still one of the best ways, even being the host or being the um, being the hostee is really uh, an amazing experience anywhere and I'd prefer it over any hotel room. <laughs> yeah, the same. And I was just now, uh, for example, in Novi Sad, my host, uh, shout out to Teodora, always like wanted to make me breakfast, wanted to make me dinner. Like that was, and I was like, no, please let me make breakfast for you. And yes, for you. <laughs> you really get to know the, the culture. On first I time. made breakfast for you too. Oh, yeah, but I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course, you were <laughs> you were my first. You were my first uh, Steam host. So so you set the you set the bar really high. With the, yeah, with and uh, you're the first guy I host in the Steam. So what really? Yeah, yeah. Because I uh, before I lived in dorm, so I didn't have a like um, I didn't can I can't uh, host anybody. But now I'm in an apartment, so I can host people. Uh, but okay, guys, let's uh, let's not dwell too much on the hosts. Uh, let's go with the, with our biggest and strongest friendships. Uh, we still have got Lamprush uh, friendship to cover. Okay. Um, well, it's really easy for me to say. I guess uh, that would be Adam from Local Group uh, Gothenburg, uh, which is really interesting because we were chatting for two years almost uh, through uh, messages, basically. We, we used Messenger back then and some emails because we were trying to organize uh, an exchange be between uh, Xanthi and Gothenburg and it didn't work out. It actually took us three years to organize that exchange, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was amazing. That was also when I met you. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we were just talking all the time and like through talking, we realized that we have a lot of things in common, like hobbies, uh, random things actually. And we met completely in random in a council meeting in Warsaw, that was in 2018. And uh, I remember I met him at the stairs and I didn't even uh, recognize him. And he also like, we both look at each other, we didn't recognize each other and I was like, Wait a minute, that's Adam. And then I went back, I hugged him, and he was like, Oh, it's you. And we, we were hugging, and then we went out and we got completely destroyed that night. I remember Philippa, which is also uh one of the best friends I have in Steam. She had to carry us both back to the hostel. <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing. Uh, I had met Philippa like one month before that council meeting. She was in Xanthi. And after that. I guess two or three months after that, I, I don't really remember. It was uh, basically Carnival Activity Week in Eindhoven. And uh, I was supposed to go there with my local group. We had an exchange with uh, Groningen. And I was at my friend's place and we were basically drinking. And my uh, friends Adam and Philippa called me. They were both drunk and they said, you're coming to Eindhoven for the carnival with us. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I, I actually paid, two, <laughs> I paid, much. yeah, I paid two and a half euros and I changed the tickets 
to and I stayed almost one month in uh, the Netherlands, which was a disaster for me because <laughs> I felt completely destroyed after that month. But it was amazing, and I spent one week in Amsterdam with Adam and Philippa. We were staying, we were couch surfing actually, uh, and after that we were in Eindhoven for one week for the for the event, and it was it was just amazing. Yeah, after that we kept in, in contact a lot, and we still do. Uh, I'm still talking to both of them, and. Um, I remember I went to council meeting in Tampere. I didn't tell many people. I told Filippo though, and I surprised Adam, and he was uh, super mm -hmm. happy about it. Yeah, it was. It is really nice to like meet random people, and then you realize you have a lot of things in common, and then you also have a lot of fun together. And it's something that you never forget, to be honest. Yeah. And no one can take that away from you. So. Yeah, didn't didn't Adam also surprise you at one carnival? He's you you went there. That's that's a story. No, uh, no, that was that was uh, Adam with uh, Raúl. Actually, he he got dressed up and then uh, he took his mask in front of Raúl, and Raúl was completely shocked about <laughs> it. Yeah, he had no idea. Okay, uh, but Lambert, I would still like to know. I don't know if you you said uh, how did you meet Adam and Philippa. Uh, I said like we started. We just started uh, texting. He was the local responsible from uh, Gothenburg mm. back then. I was just backing something after the exchange with Olu, and I said it, it was really good. But we should do another exchange so that the newbies will have the same opportunity that we had. And that's okay. why, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna be very honest. We texted pretty much all of the team. Me and my friend Marilena, we separated, uh, let's say, Europe in two parts. And then I took the north part and she took the south part. And she was one of the three people that, uh, that replied to my messages because most of them didn't even reply. And mm. yeah, that was really nice. And Philippa, I met her in uh, Xanthi. It was a local responsible forum. And... Uh, yeah, I remember I had to take him home one night because I don't remember what was wrong exactly, but she couldn't go home and I had to take her there. And I also took care of some of her food because she she's vegan, basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we didn't really think this through. So I had to go buy some stuff for her from the supermarkets and everything. And that's how we basically got closer. Okay, but but the friendships then, they were they were made purely like professionally uh, I'm, I'm using like quotation marks so it was uh, you trying to find uh, an exchange yeah. partner okay yeah. that's that's really cool to hear that's that from something that's well that's not supposed to be really yeah it's completely unexpected right yeah yeah but then the exchange didn't happen so yeah well, we just kept, we just kept in contact yeah. yeah in the end after after three years it did yeah and Actually, also... I was I was also fighting with Adam at this uh, because I said like you're obviously coming to Xanthi, and he said no. <laughs> yeah, we had we had like let's say a small fight about it. We, we were blaming each other, but yeah, I I came to Gothenburg, so I got the, yeah. He was also my host, so I got the chance to see him again. Yeah. Uh, you you guys were already well. Lampers, you mentioned that you met people in this working environment of esteem, uh, but maybe Bana and um, Tibor, you can also uh, cut in if you have uh, 
uh, if you if you have experience that you met friends uh, while working uh, while working in central team because you have both been uh, kind of active yeah uh, we can we can maybe go with bana yeah i can share the experience of uh, working with adrian from Adrian madrid and i organized it uh, be a project manager event and he was the leader of the event at the central level so in the beginning of course uh, <clears throat> there's a period of getting to know each other um, but later you literally become a friends and they get a new dimension when you see each other live at the event because later um, before my event, uh, he came to Belgrade at college. So, and then you have feeling that you know each other for years and you can easily speak, drink and everything. So it's really great experience for me to meet someone new online, working with someone new online and after that meet them in person. And like, you have feeling to know each other much longer because of that event. At the end, we literally became friends, uh, text some to time each other and something like that. And how about you, Tibor? Definitely. Um, doing online work is a lot, of course, communication you have with many, many different persons, but really working together also on a personal level when you're really present, when you're there, traveled there in the local group and do things together, brings you really nicely together. You get some friendships out of there and you get to know the the people very well how they what body language they have what what uh, kind of uh, things they prefer to eat or you you hang out yeah probably that's a good a good thing you spend also time outside of outside of work actually together while you maybe eat together or maybe do the city tour together that's really a point where you are getting to know the people very is well. it not sometimes annoying to to work with your friends because they might not meet expectations or or other or other various conflicts may arise. It's an interesting aspect. Um, I believe, of course, some people you like more or less, and then uh, you enjoy some activities more or less with them. Working together was tough maybe with some people, but really partying together with them was really good. And both is part of life. I mean, it's not like you want to really be with each other, hang out with each other all the time. You can arrange how you want it best. Well, what did the travel teach you? What did you learn from meeting all these people? Tibor, perhaps you can start? Yeah, as you were mentioning um, before this, it's an important aspect, I feel like. Um, when you travel, you have really, um, it is some kind of education. It is like when you are uh, studying something and you learn things, of course, but these, unless you maybe count some intercultural um, education, it is really traveling makes you smarter. <laughs> yeah, from traveling, you can learn a lot of dif different experience and culture, and it will always help you to like become like better in a situation because you're more uh, open-minded when you meet other cultures. So... I, I hope that was one of the biggest like advantages with traveling. And of course, uh, a lot of people don't have opportunity to speak English or something like that before STM. So also they are getting out of their comfort zone in that situation. So it's really good to make you better anyway. 
what were you what were the biggest learning points from your travels in that case like bunny you mentioned english improving your english uh, are there some more in that you have in mind um yeah open mindedness like i said because i didn't have experience with other culture and i i can see because i coming from a, a little town in serbia and how my aspects of open mindedness and everything are more bigger than people who live there. So even when I came just in Belgrade and when I meet people from all around Europe, it's getting bigger and bigger. So that will, that is something like I pointed out. Yeah, true. Um, when you are learning um, by the traveling, it's also like you learn how to interact with the people. I can tell that actually the aspect from, from the business life also. It really helped me a lot in sales jobs when you were able to get a good rapport, how you call it, um, to the other person. Like you have a good connection, a good relationship with the other person. And then you are able to communicate in a different way with them than you did before. So I believe a lot of what I learned in esteem helped me big time in making deals later and how about you Lampers? i would agree a lot i mean uh, i would also like to add that being a part of a multicultural environment is also something that interviewers look for uh, because i went through some interviews when i was looking for a job and the thing that they said it stood out really well was the fact that I was in a multinational and multicultural organization where you have the opportunity to uh, communicate and work with people from very different backgrounds, let's say. And this is really important. So and how does that how does this working with different backgrounds? Uh, develop you like are you more tolerant towards other people's cultures for example uh, german people are very punctual while maybe some other cultures are not equally punctual Greeks, would you say example. that yes. yeah yeah <laughs> no example. i definitely agree on that i i, I definitely agree um i i don't think you get more tolerant you become more understanding though of uh why the other person is like this and for example some people might say or do something that you might find offensive while in reality it is not it's just the way that they communicate for example yeah like you trying to hug a finish exactly exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh pretty much like this i would say i can refer to that actually um it's actually um uh, the German attitude to always try to improve things here yeah, and always try to complain a lot. Yeah, it is something you have to work on yourself. Um, I remember myself, um, see in Belgrade 2012, um, we were having break time and then people were walking out of the room and there were this door, double door which can open to one side but also the other side and they did not open the other side. And I was feeling, why don't you open the other door so that people can walk out to the co get the coffee quicker? Okay, very German efficiency thing. But um, in the end, other Germans were holding me back. Other esteemer Germans were holding me back and saying, it's Deutschland nicht so. It's now don't be so German. Um, it is just let it be. And that's what I really learned uh, to be more relaxed and to be more just enjoying the time. Less German. 
more more enjoying probably less german yeah that's true <laughs> all right so to uh, to end our our session shall we can we hear some tips from you guys on how to make friends in esteem because we might have people that heard our first episode on the first esteem event and now are super excited to go uh, yes what are the what are the tips from the pros bana perhaps you would like to start yeah okay uh, um my main tip is be open. Uh, don't worry about uh, English and you will always understand with uh, other people easily. Actually, I have like a situation from a band uh, where I didn't uh, speak English very well. And, <clears throat> and I talked drunk with a friend guy for like three hours and everyone who tried to join the conversation failed because he didn't uh, they didn't understand us and again we understood each other perfectly so even uh, although we didn't remember anything tomorrow it was really great conversation in my mind <clears throat> so you know I, I don't speak english fluently how, how i would like but i have like courage to join this podcast so just be open and don't worry about that and with uh, you always have you always can help uh, yourself with a little alcohol so <laughs> you will speak better after that so if it is a problem to you don't worry about the english uh, there was an event where um, a guy was giving us a city tour and basically everything he was speaking in english is like come with me my friends come with me my friends so he was saying that all the time come with me my friends and it was like showing us these amazing uh, buildings in the in the city and still in the evening we we had a really nice time together at the party while his english skills were low we had also our um, uh, tour guide i might say uh, in, in the Europe 3D Serbia, uh, Tina, she was always just say, just shouting at us, chop, 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 chop. So no, no advanced English was needed to understand that. <laughs> and uh, any tips, Tibor, to our listeners? Yeah, I believe it's uh, um, quite an easy environment. When you come to Esteem, you really have um, an easy entry that you can join the activities. Um, don't be shy, just talk to the people. And they are also really lovely and very general. They can really see that. Hmm. Lamper, do you have something to add? Yeah, I guess uh, it would be party a lot. Like party as much as you can, because that's when you meet the most of people because during the event you might have to be professional or have to do random stuff but during the night you have a lot of free time so don't don't go back home and sleep during the <laughs> event you can sleep after the event and this is this is uh this is um, an advice that adam gave to me and it actually works wonders it is really good I met a lot of people because of this, especially during council meetings. I mean, and to be honest, when you're at event, you want to make the most of it. You want to have fun. You want to meet people, have fun with these people. You don't want to just sleep. You can sleep when you go back to your home country or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. And I, I was living that motto very much in my first events, but I just, I just could not. I was, uh, I was sleeping two hours each night. 
uh, and and in the end, I can I can show you guys pictures later. But uh, during most of the event, I was sleeping daytime sleeping. So where do you strike strike the balance? You would say, like Lamprash, you're saying that you should not sleep at all. Do you other guys agree? Yeah, I agree with that uh, because you need to sleep, but uh, don't miss the main parties of something like that. You always can sleep after the parties or something like that because I know people who came to like event and they don't go to party so they can sleep. Of course, there are some educational events and seminars, something like that, but and that's it most important. But I still think that making friends is the one of the best things about this team. And you could say that you have friends all over Europe. Um, I like to tell my friends who are not in Steam that thanks to Steam, I can go literally any part of Europe and I will have to place to sleep, to go to coffee with someone and something like that. And I, I like to say that you are a richer man thanks to those friendships. Tibor, how about you on the topic of sleeping versus making friends? <laughs> If I have the choice, of course, always go for making friends. If you want to maybe have some tips on when to get to sleep, maybe um, in the early evening, maybe you find the occasion that you can get a power nap, maybe drink some espresso and then have a power nap, not longer, like 20, 30 minutes to not get into the deep sleep. Um, so it can be already quite relaxing. Uh, yeah. And if you really want to get up in the morning, maybe put your alarm on when you want to go to bed, not to wake you up and just wake up by yourself. But that's far advanced. All right. So the three experienced esteemers all agree that uh, sleep you can do after the event. At the event, you're... you're totally. You're <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, with that, we can be slowly wrapping up this podcast. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, Lamprosh, uh, Bana and Tibor, you guys were amazing. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Uh, yeah. Amazing host. Thank you for hosting us. So now that our guests have left the studio, I can direct some words towards you, our dear listeners. So first and, first and foremostly, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's a really wonderful experience being able to share all these stories with you guys. Secondly, for those of you that just cannot wait for the next episode, I can give away a little, little spoiler and, uh, and give away the topic. It is something, in my opinion, that you are all waiting for us to talk about. The famous, and for some people infamous, International Night. And in case you have grown tired of listening to this boring old voice, it will be hosted by our next host, the charismatic Vasco from Aveiro. So be sure that you're tuning, tuned in for that. And lastly, to keep yourself updated on the offerings of Esteem, check out the portal and follow us on social media. My name is Eric Viktor Pemeyashinsky. You are listening to the Esteem podcast. See you somewhere in Europe. Mm -hmm.